0: The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Bet $50 at Winbet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with Winbet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And of course, Don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and all of our free podcasts. You are listening to... The EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can also follow the Twitter account for BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. At BetMUFC. And finally, you can also follow the Twitter account for LockBetting.com. It's at LockBetting.com at LockBetting.com. So LockBetting.com without the dot. at LockBetting.com. That is my premium pay service that has delivered clients 107 months in a row of Transparent Track Profit. And we are well on our way to month number 108. If we do see month number 108 through, then we will be able to say that we are unbeaten. In sports betting, every single month for the last nine years. Nine years without a single losing month. This is all a transparent, tracked fact. You can do your own research before you sign up for the service. Go and have a look at the spreadsheets. Go to the Twitter account I just mentioned, at lockbetting.com. Look at the pinned tweet, and you'll see the PL for the previous month. Go down to the bottom of that PL and you'll see little tags. They'll say things like tennis, soccer, NBA, and one of the tags say PL. Clicking that will give you access to all of the other previous PLs, and you'll see all of those spreadsheets will tell you that every single month we are making this profit as will the members' comments underneath all of the P&Ls, because I use a Patreon account for my website, as Patreon makes everything really simple to use and navigate. It also allows, as I said, transparency, as members can make the comments underneath every single post, particularly the P&L, which is important, as it verifies the fact we really have delivered this profit. The only drawback of Patreon is... That it has a weird billing cycle. So if you sign up now in the month of May, you'll be billed for the full month of May and you'll be billed again on June the 1st. So usually I would say wait until June the 1st. Always try and get an entire month. Don't pay a full month's fee for just two weeks. But It's like getting an entire month this time, because if you sign up halfway through this month and you only get two weeks, you're still going to get a ton of action every single day. We have the end of the domestic soccer season. We have the European finals with the conference, the Europa League and the Champions League final. We have loads of tennis action here in the clay court season with the grass court season starting next month. And we have the NBA playoffs as well, along with so much more. So it is like getting an entire month as we have so much going on. So I would still advocate signing up in the next few days over at Lockbetting.com, the service that has delivered or is en route to delivering 108 months in a row, transparent profit being meaning that we can claim nine years without a single losing month in sports betting. Moving on with this edition of the EPL show, we are going to be looking at the midweek slate and we begin with one of the most important games of the season because Newcastle versus Arsenal could determine who goes through to the Champions League. Spurs will be relying on Newcastle to do them a favour as this is Arsenal's most difficult remaining game. If Arsenal can win both of their remaining games, the, um, the Champions League position will go to them. So it is in their own hands. But one of these games comes against a Newcastle team who have taken themselves out of the relegation conversation and temporarily they were in the top half of the table. So it's been an incredible job by Eddie Howe and they're going to want to finish strong here at home against Arsenal and Spurs fans will be rooting Newcastle on to finish strong as well. But as I said, if Arsenal can get these two wins, they will be the team who qualify for the Champions League. Off the back of that defeat against Tottenham, though, Arsenal are now the underdogs. They were originally 10-11, 10-11 after that game, but Tottenham have gone on to beat Burnley, so they now just need to win Norwich, and they need a favour here from either Newcastle or Everton. If Arsenal drop points in any of those two games then they will not make it through to the Champions League if Tottenham beat Norwich. But I think Newcastle are the more likely team, given the fact that Everton don't travel well. But even if Newcastle do end up losing this game, Everton could still do something if they are desperate for the points. And given yesterday's defeat against Brentford, albeit it was unlucky because they were down to 10 men and they shouldn't have been, instead of getting a penalty to go 2-0 up, the referee missed a clear tug on Richarlison, costing, costing us our lock and costing Everton the game. They went in at half-time, still 2-1 up, despite having 10 men. But in the second half, Brentford took advantage of that extra man. So Everton may need something still on the final day of the season. That will depend on their game against Crystal Palace. So we're going to cover all of these key games here. But as I said, we'll start with this Monday game as Arsenal travel to Newcastle here. Arsenal are the three to four favourites to pick up the win here on the money line. It's five to one here on Newcastle and it's three to one here on the draw. I've made it clear throughout the season that I don't expect Arsenal to make it into the Champions League. Now, that prediction or that pick, actually, because we did have money on it, looked in a really strong position after Arsenal lost three games in a row. But Arsenal have come back and won some surprising games, including winning... Against Manchester United at home. That was a game that Manchester United dominated. But Arsenal ended up getting the win. Arsenal have also gone and won away to West Ham as well. These were difficult games in the Arsenal running. And they've won both of them. So despite losing three games in a row. Which put Tottenham into pole position. Arsenal did manage to bounce back. But Tottenham themselves. They also dropped some silly points. They lost at home to Brighton. By a goal to nil, and the following week they drew nil nil away to Brentford. So Tottenham are the makers of their own downfall if they don't end up qualifying because they were in pole position at one point. They did bounce back by winning the North London derby, and now, as I said, the bookies have them as the four to six minus one fifty favourites to qualify, as they do expect Arsenal to slip up. This is the most likely game here at St James's Park. Newcastle looking to finish the season strong in front of their rabid fan base here. This is. The final home game of the season for Newcastle and Arsenal here are very, very much hit. By injuries. We're seeing this line move from three to four, more towards the four to six minus 150 mark in some places. So Arsenal are taking public money here, which surprises me given their performance against Tottenham and the fact that Newcastle have been so good in the second half of the season and have carried themselves out of relegation problems and will be looking for a big grand finale here at St. James's Park. Add all those factors to the injury list at Arsenal and As I said, I am surprised to be seeing that there is so much interest in taking Arsenal here. I think that Tottenham are the rightful favourites at this juncture. And I don't think it helped Arsenal either yesterday that Brentford won away to Everton. Because if Everton don't beat Crystal Palace then they're going to still need something on the final day of the season. They probably won't, but they may still need something on the final day of the season to make sure that they stay in the Premier League. So Arsenal would be rather playing an Everton with nothing to play for rather than a desperate Everton team. I think given Arsenal's um, patched up back line here in particular, I think it's going to be difficult for them to keep a clean sheet. I think both teams to score is the standout play, despite the fact that I do think that Tottenham will qualify for the Champions League and that Arsenal will drop points here. I think both teams to score edges ahead of Newcastle on the double chance market as the standout play. This is a team that have only failed to score at home this season against Man City, Liverpool and Chelsea who are the top three. Both teams have scored in four of Arsenal's last five games. And as I reiterate, Arsenal had a very patched up defence here. And uh, Arsenal have won two of their last three games by a 2-1 scoreline. So even if they do concede, which they have done in those games, they do have the attacking firepower to score a couple of goals here. But given the uh, added injury issues here, I think Newcastle themselves could score a couple of goals in this game as well. So my main play here is going to be on both teams to score and you can back that selection at the price of 10 to 11 minus 110 here for this game between Newcastle and Arsenal tonight up next we move on to Tuesday one game on Tuesday it's between Southampton and Liverpool if Liverpool don't win this game Manchester City will be the champions that's not going to be a mathematical fact But given the fact that if Liverpool tie this game, it's going to be back down to three points. Manchester City are at home against Aston Villa. They have a huge goal difference edge over Liverpool. It's pretty much going to end the title race unless Manchester City manage to lose to Aston Villa on Sunday. And Liverpool win the um, the game on Sunday by an astronomical amount. So it's a must win game here for Liverpool. If they do win it, they close the gap down to one point, making Manchester City's game a must win. Instead of a game where they can secure the title with a draw, Liverpool are the two to five favourites to win this game. It's 17 to four on the draw and it's 13 to two here on Southampton. I'm going to take Liverpool to win this game and I'm going to tack on the over two and a half goals here. That gets the price to four to five rather than 2-5 to five. I think Southampton could contribute towards a scoring in this game we don't know what the situation is with Virgil van Dijk, he limped out of the FA Cup final at the weekend so that could be a contributing factor to Southampton scoring here in this game, also Southampton have only failed to score in one of their last 17 games at home Liverpool also have just one clean sheet in their last 6 away but Liverpool are unbeaten in 16 games and have won 12 of those, so you would expect them to win this game here against this Southampton team. Although I do think, as I said, Southampton could contribute towards the scoring. Both teams have scored in 21 of Southampton's 36 Premier League matches this season. But the standout stat is the fact that Liverpool have won 14 of their last 16 Premier League matches. So we're going to take Liverpool with the over two and a half goals tacked on and that brings the selection to four to five, minus 125 here for this one. A must win game for Liverpool to put some pressure on on Manchester City as we head towards the final day of the season. And the final day of this season is looking incredible because West Ham got that point against um, against Manchester City. It could have been three points, which would have put them in pole position for the Europa League spot, putting Manchester United down to the Conference League. But it could still happen. West Ham could overtake Man United. So we have the Europa League and Europa Conference League positions to be determined. We have the relegation race between Burnley, Leeds and Everton. We have the title race between Manchester City and Liverpool, which would be much more exciting if Liverpool do win this game. And of course, we have the race for the top four, the final. Final Champions League spot between Tottenham and Arsenal, and this will all hinge on the final day of the season. It will just be a lot more exciting if uh, results do go the right way in some of these games. So that would probably mean probably mean um, Arsenal winning. That would probably mean Liverpool winning. That would probably mean Everton not getting the win against Crystal Palace. So um, it's going to be an exciting day, regardless um, if we don't get the perfect results or not. Everything is almost guaranteed to be on the line for the final day of the season match day 38. let's move on to the final three games we need to cover here for this edition of the EPL show before we jump too far ahead and they all take place on Thursday we begin here with the game on Thursday between Everton and Crystal Palace where Everton are the 21 to 20 favorites to win this game on the money line it's 12 to 5 on the draw and it's three to one here on Crystal Palace. We saw the, the atmosphere for the Everton game yesterday with the home fans coming out with, with, in, in force with the flares and everything, that big party atmosphere. They treated it like a cup final. They wanted to get over the line yesterday and they, and they should have done. That was a horrible decision. That should have been a lock winner for us. Everton went 1-0 up. They really were buoyed on by the crowd. They then went down to 10 men and they shouldn't have done because Richarlison should have had a penalty for his shirt being pulled before that sending off. You can actually see the dude's nipple. That's how badly his shirt was being pulled. So his shirt was being pulled. The referee didn't give it. Instead, we saw a red card at the other end. Brentford then equalised. Everton still went ahead despite having 10 men. But in the second half, staying ahead was too much for him. Not only did they not Um, see out the game. They ended up losing the game. So that was an unfortunate lock loss for us. But it hasn't put me off Everton here. They still showed the resolve. They've still shown the resolve in recent weeks. Yes, they lost to Brentford with 10 men. But at home, they have beaten Manchester United and Chelsea as of late. And I'm still expecting a huge cup final type of atmosphere here for this game on Thursday. And I think that could be enough to see Everton over the line here against Crystal Palace. Remember, this is a revenge game as well for the FA Cup because it was Crystal Palace that ended Everton's FA Cup run at Crystal Palace this season. This is a game where Crystal Palace don't have anything to play for. And obviously, you can look at that game between Everton and Brentford and say they didn't have anything to play for either. But Everton had that game in control until they they were reduced down to 10 men. And as I said, we've seen them beat Man United. We've seen them beat Chelsea. Yes, they lost to Brentford, but I think this will be a bounce back spot where Everton makes sure that they are not in the conversation come the final day of the season. So I'm going to take Everton on the money line here. There isn't any overwhelming statistical data for this play. This is a gut play. There's no particular um, data that says Crystal Palace are poor at home, so poor that Everton should win or that Everton are so good at home that Everton should win. That doesn't exist. This is the gut play looking at a team who are going to be buoyed by a rabid fan base here. It's going to be like a cup final for them. They're going to have all the support in their corner. Palace have nothing to play for and I just feel on paper the teams are equal except one team are at home and they have a lot more to play for. So I expect a real big effort from Everton and to end their, um, their relegation issues on Thursday here with a win against Crystal Palace. So Everton on the money line here at a shade of plus money is my selection. The price is 21 to 20. Up next, we look at the game here between Aston Villa and Burnley. Burnley, of course, are in that relegation race now as well. They have been overtaken by Leeds as a result of Leeds' late equaliser at home to Brighton. Burnley are the 13 to 5 underdogs to win here away to Villa. It's 12 to 5 on the draw and it's 21 to 20 on Villa. Villa have already beaten Burnley and this is their final home game of the season so the only motivation here will be to finish strong but we saw Burnley contain Tottenham quite well and they created a couple of chances to take the lead before they were pegged back by a controversial penalty on the stroke of half time eight minutes of injury time at the end of the half um, was also controversial as was the handball itself and um In the second half, Burnley did chase that game and they put a lot of pressure on Tottenham. And I think if that Burnley team turns up here, they'll be good enough to get something from the game. I'm going to take Burnley to get something from this game. I'm going to take them on the double chance market. So Burnley plus 0.5 or Burnley on the double chance. Burnley to avoid a defeat basically is available at the price of 10 to 13. The best price of 45 minus 125 is available. As I do think Burnley will be good enough to get something here if if they can replicate their performance against Tottenham. If they do get this point, that will put them in pole position to survive on the final day of the season. So if we have a quick look at this, and we probably should be saving this for our final show, but let's have a look at how it stands now. Burnley are one point behind Leeds with a game in hand. If they get that point, they have a superior goal difference by 20 goals obviously if they win this game they'll be in a very very strong strong position to survive because they'll take over Everton as things stand but we don't know what the Everton result is going to be so let's say that Everton get a draw and Burnley win this then Everton and Burnley will be on the same number of points they'll be on 37 points 2 points ahead of Leeds so Leeds will need to win to have any chance of surviving and they'll need both Burnley and Everton to lose they can't afford for Burnley or Everton to get another point because their goal difference is far superior to Leeds. Both of them are, are much better. Leeds are on minus 38 whilst Burnley are on minus 18 and Everton are on minus 20. So that may be a complicated way to look at it, but Leeds' goal difference is like one less point on the board. So they are definitely going to need some favours here from other teams such as Aston Villa And they may even need to win their final game of the season. Even if they do get a favour here from Aston Villa, Burnley could still win on the final day of the season. And I think they have an easier game, in my opinion, than Leeds do. Leeds need to go away to Brentford. And we know that Brentford are going to continue playing to the last kick of the ball. We just saw it as they beat Everton. And Burnley will be playing at home to Newcastle. I think Newcastle's cup final is today. I think their final game in front of their home fans is going to be. A big, big effort. I'm not sure that effort's going to be there away away to Burnley. Whereas uh, Brentford finishing at home is a much tougher assignment here for Leeds. So if Burnley gets something from this game, I think they're in pole position. And therefore, I think the relegation odds at the moment with Leeds being at 4-5 and Burnley being at 11-10, I think there is some significant value right now on leads to go down, it's very, very difficult for me to make a case for them to win their final game of the season. And it's much easier for me to make a case for Burnley to get maybe four points from their last two games and definitely for Everton to win their upcoming game against Crystal Palace. So I love Leeds at four to five. If you look a little bit further down, you see Everton, they're priced up at seven to one to go down. So the bookies pretty much think they won't get sucked into this and it will be between Leeds and Burnley on the final day. I agree. And I think Leeds will be the team going down here. And as I said, that one is available at four to five minus one twenty-five. Um, moving on to the final game, not really a, a relevant one at all. Chelsea and Leicester have nothing to play for. Chelsea are going to be in third place, and Leicester are going to be stuck in mid-table. Chelsea are the two to five favourites to win the game. It's nineteen to five on the draw, and it's fifteen to two here on Leicester. I believe this one will be played out like a friendly. I think it will be a wide open game. And therefore, because of that, I think we'll see goals. The data for on Leicester side anyway, tells you that there will be goals more than two and a half goals have been scored in four of their last five games. So we're going to keep it nice and short and just go with that selection. Over two and a half goals here for this game is available at the price of four to six minus 150. Closing out with your lock on the show, this is dangerous territory because I'm going straight back to the exact play that I just lost, which was Everton on the money line. Now, I'll reiterate, that was because Everton were down to 10 men. This is still the Everton team who have been fighting here towards the end of the season. This is the Everton team that won away to Leicester. The Everton team that beat Man United and Chelsea at home. Now, they've had a little bit of a blip. They've only got one point out of the last six, losing at home to Brentford. And uh, dropping points at home to Watford because I thought that would be the win that got them over the line. So they have been disappointing in their last two games. They need to perk back up again now. They need to respond to the crowd. They need to find one more win. They need to dig deep. On paper, they are the better team. They do have the better players in Crystal Palace. They think the teams are relatively even when you look at man for man. But that's just based on performance this season. When you look at the... Amount of money that Everton have spent on players and the resale value of the Everton players, you would have to say they are a better team than Palace. They also have home advantage. They also have all these home supporters here that are totally behind them. We saw how um, fanatical the Everton fans were and how they've been throughout this running. Palace also have nothing to play for. I think everything here points to Everton putting themselves out of the relegation conversation. So I'm going to give you the lock of Everton on the money line. I'm going to make this a double lock show as well. Um, I'm going to give you a futures lock to go with that singular lock on Everton. And your futures lock is going to be on Leeds United to go down at the price of 4-5, to five minus one twenty-five. For me, Leeds finish with a very, very difficult game. I think they're going to lose that game at the weekend against Brentford. I think they'll lose to Brentford on Sunday. And that means that Burnley will just need one point from either this game against Aston Villa on this game week or on match day 38 at home to Newcastle. If Burnley need just one point, because I think Leeds are going to lose to Brentford, then I would like to back against Leeds. Now, I could be completely wrong. Villa could win this game and then Leeds could be the ones in pole position going into the final day. But still, if they lose that game to Brentford and Burnley get the point at home to Newcastle, they still stay up. So with this game in hand, I think it's advantage Burnley. And I don't think the books have priced this up correctly. I would have Leeds closer to the minus 200 mark. Not quite there, but a lot closer to it. And I think there's significant value on them to go down here at four to five minus 125. So that is your futures lock to go along with the money line lock on Everton against Crystal Palace that's it for me good luck with all of your bets as always and thanks for listening